ABC's a Greek. Oh, the ABC's a Greek. The ABC's a Greek. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the ABCs of Greek. I'm Thomas. I'm Erin. And I'm Jacqueline. And this is a podcast where we recap the ABC Family original series Greek episode by episode. So today we are recapping season two, episode seven, Formally Yours. And the episode originally aired October 7th, 2008. The IMDb summary is, it's the ZBZ formal and Casey and Max decide to go together. At the event, Ashley and Rusty bond. Also, Rebecca decides to skip the formal, claiming she needs a break from sorority events. And the episode was directed by Fred Gerber and written by Patrick Sean Smith and Carter Covington. That's the perfect length for the recaps. Yeah. the summary, yeah. I won't not lie a, to you. Not a chapter book. They used the word event like 50 times. So I did change a couple of those to the word formal. But other than that, good job. <laughs> Editing, love. So we start off this episode at KT Chapter, one of the most chaotic places on earth. And Cappy is announcing that I did not understand this. So perhaps someone can clarify. He's announcing the end of the chapter's season pass to days of our lives no i think they have the like vhs or dvd full collection of days of our lives and they're getting rid of it for more space (laughs) okay Mm. i don't know where i picked up the word season pass but that makes (laughs) sense um you got disney on the brain (laughs) i did since we were in in orlando last week right yes they're going to get rid of their um, Days of Our Lives old episodes. And Cappy says that it's also, oh, he has to look at Pickle's arm to remember what else is on the itinerary for the day. And that's when he announces that it's formal season at CRU and that KT will be hosting their prom. They, they call their formal prom. And Cappy puts Rusty in charge of doing the planning, which of course Rusty is over the moon excited about and as he's literally as- frothing at the mouth when cappy announces that they're gonna appoint somebody and they think he thinks they like talked about it and picked him but he just picked a random name out of a bowl <laughs> rusty is like absolutely elated and immediately you know he's gonna take it way too seriously and way too far um yeah, it's like oh so rusty's ruining this episode got it yeah <laughs> and we know too we know at this point that because i remember in an earlier episode he said he didn't go to prom and i remember on the pod i was like oh that kind of breaks my heart and then you were like he's not nice to women so he doesn't deserve to go and i was like oh yeah you're right <laughs> Yeah. So as soon as it's announced that Rusty is in charge of this, everyone just like vacates the room. Nobody cares except for him. So Ashley is trying on dresses in her room with Casey and she's talking about their formal. And as she's looking through her dress options, Casey is just listing off like things that Ashley has to get done as the social chair. She's did you book the DJ? Did you get the food? Like in between everything that Ashley says, Casey is asking her another question. And um, she admits she's like, I'm just like really worried about how this will affect the election because it's the last social event before the president, like we vote for president. 
And Ashley says she can't wait for the election to be over so she doesn't have to be the social chair anymore so she can actually bring a date to the events, which I understand that. Casey admits that she's just kind of nervous to bring Max to the formal because it's going to be a lot of politicking and we know he's a little bit socially awkward, but also this is just jumping right into the deep end. Like there's no easing him into the events. It's just like going all in right away. So she's a bit apprehensive. And then the girls are walking downstairs and they see Evan and Franny in the living room holding court. And they're essentially like auctioning off these Omega Kai's as dates. Like it's like one of those bachelor, you ever see those bachelor auctions or whatever that they do for like nonprofits. I've never actually seen one, but yeah. in movies and stuff, they do that. They're essentially doing that with the, the guys of Omega Kai. And Franny is talking about like all their different accolades and girls are trying to like vie for them. And so they're going to pick list of their top dates and Franny and Evan will match them up with a guy. <laughs> and Franny's explaining that this is because they have to go with Omega guys because it's important for them to go with the hottest guys. I think she calls them like quality men. Like Franny is out here sounding, (laughs) Franny is out here sounding like a male podcast host. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. And like, that's really a laugh considering the highest quality man in Omega Kai is Calvin who just cheated on his boyfriend for, for funsies. So yeah, maybe, maybe they're talking about the openly homophobic. (laughs) I think those are the ones who are in the auction. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or perhaps it's O'Toole who's so stupid. He's failed his French class like three times and has to cheat (laughs) to get through it. Needs bribery in order to pass. Just like a group of quality men. So the next morning we see everybody at the, what I'm assuming is the next morning. Although I think Franny might be in the same outfit. But everyone's sitting at the dining tables at ZBZ and Franny comes in to give everyone their dates. And she says, oh my God, this is so mean. She's like, everyone got matched up except for three girls. And she names the three girls because because there were too many girls and not enough Omega Kai's. But don't worry, Evan's going to throw an awesome after party at Omega Kai's. So everyone can come to that. And those it's three girls, so mean. they're they just so sad. They look so distraught. Also, <laughs> I thought this was going to like come back around like more than it does in the episode. Yeah. Like I thought there was going to be some like revenge bonus like against Franny for doing this, but no, it really doesn't. Yeah. They really set that up. Yeah. Like, making us think that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it comes back a little bit, but not, not that much. Um, So as this is all happening, Rebecca is sitting at a table with Casey. They seem very chummy. And Rebecca Mm -hmm. asks Casey, like, what's your scheme? Like, what are you going to do to get Franny back from this? And Casey says nothing. It's just political pandering. And Rebecca's like, yeah, you're right. And then as Rebecca's agreeing, Franny comes over and is like, so I, Rebecca, I got you that soccer player you wanted. And Rebecca's like, like looks at Casey. Oh my God. I thought she said record player. No. Oh my no God. Just full out bribing. Yeah. Yeah. And Rebecca calls it a uh, boy bribery or something like that. And then like Rebecca walks away. She kind of shrugs. She's like, yeah, what am I going to do? She's like, I got you the KitchenAid stand. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Franny, that's when Franny starts like 
harping with Casey about the election. She's like, I'm going to win because the girls will see that I come with the, like what comes with me is the Omega Chi's and like, they're the best guys on campus. So they'll vote for me just to be around those guys. Yeah. Because Casey is like, this isn't a battle between our boyfriends. And she's like, mm. like you really are a natural blonde. Yeah. That's, that's a true line. Which I also poodle. like poodle. Casey knows this because that's the whole reason she was going to stay with Evan. So you know he's important. Yeah, I don't know why Casey's acting surprised here. Or maybe she's just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just like Franny's ability to keep going lower, but. Yeah, Franny's so determined too. Like, I think Casey has always been determined, but she has like a more of a moral compass. Right. (laughs) She has a conscience. Franny has none of that. She has a hesitancy to fight dirty. Like, she doesn't just go for it like uh, Franny does. Like. Franny will go for the jugular immediately. Yeah. So then we see Rusty in his dorm room and he's just working away, um, Mr. Prom. And he asks Dale where he can find a disco ball and Dale knows immediately. He's like, oh, there's this store on 32nd Street. You know, tell him Dale sent you. I love that he has a connect. <laughs> yeah. He said he used to plan <laughs> a lot of, you know, parties for USAG, so... And um, Rusty then says he didn't get to go to his prom because he had the Boy Scout Jamboree. And I cackled when he said Boy Scout Jamboree. I know. Did like, I don't want this to sound mean, but did it ever just make you a little uncomfortable like in high school, especially like senior year when people were like still Boy Scouts? I didn't know. I don't think I knew any Boy Scouts. Well, they, they graduated to Eagle Scout. Oh, that's what it is. I think it was just because I think my parents like always wished I had been an Eagle Scout, but I quit really? Scouts after like one week. <laughs> oh my God. I wanted to be a brownie because they went to build a bear. That was that's the only reason. reason. Oh my God. Well, we can still go to build a bear. Does that I know. Bad? Well, that's what my parents said. They were like, we're not paying for you to be a brownie. For you to go to build a bear. I didn't do any of that either. So yeah, I... <laughs> Rusty is, is, you know, talking about how he hopes this weekend makes up for prom because he didn't go. And he tells Dale that he's getting set up with Beaver's cousin's girlfriend's friend. I, I didn't even attempt to write Yeah, it was something like that. Cousin's I believe that's what it, friend. I yeah. yeah, I think it's cousin's girlfriend's sister's friend. Some, it's something crazy. <laughs> and he's just saying, like, you know, he started out the year kissing a girl under a volcano of beer. He loves to say that. He oh, loves God. to bring that up. He said he kissed a girl under a volcano of beer. And now he's ending the year with <laughs> crabs. So and then Dale like, was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Dale had no idea, which I mean, honestly, as a roommate, I would like also be a little concerned. Like you're sharing a really close space. Yeah. And like your town. Don't Jacqueline and I know. Yeah. <laughs> had scabies. We won't name her. Neither of us had crabs. To my oh knowledge. my God. That's pretty bad too, though. And you can get that through like towels and stuff. Yeah, yeah we didn't get it, but. Yeah, we were very aware of it though. <laughs> Oof, that's, um, that's scary. Yeah, so <laughs> things have been rough for Rusty lately in the girl department, but I don't know, maybe stop telling people that you didn't go to your prom because you were at Boy Scout Jamboree. Like, that's a start. Um, 
So then we see Rebecca and she's on a run, which I didn't know she was a runner, but good for her. And she sees Cappy washing his car and they kind of have like an awkward hello. But then he says, is that my shirt? And she's like, yeah. And he, he asks for it back and she goes, okay, well, I want my travel toothbrush back that I left at your house. And he's like kind of alludes to not giving it back to her because he doesn't want her staying at other people's houses. And then she takes off the shirt and gives it to him. And he is immediately taken by her again. And then you just see a foggy hand go down (laughs) on the back of his. (laughs) It's very Titanic. Yeah. It really is. I was did not see that coming. I was like, oh my God. Really? Yeah, I was like, I was just really caught off guard by that. Like it just happened so fast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they definitely have chemistry, but it was pretty funny. They do. She also looked really cute in his shirt. Like that was like a new style for Rebecca. Like I've never seen her in like a band tee. I know it was very casual. And Bex. She was really kind of killing it this episode. She had this very like laissez-faire attitude, which I Yeah, she's kind of just like casual Bex. Yeah. So Casey is sitting outside Espresso Farm and she's quizzing Max on all of the girls of ZBZ, which seems weird. And he's like, I wouldn't be doing this, but we're in the middle of campaign season and I just need to work the room during this event. And that's when Evan comes up and he introduces. I do have to say though, for somebody who worked at NASA, he's really struggling with the basic facts about right. the sisters. About like just also humans. Later says he has also a photographic memory. Yeah. Oh, or, or like borderline, mm-hmm. which I'm like, we're making terms up now. And I do not think the odds that two people like randomly selected in this way would have a photo. Like, it's incredibly rare. Okay, but Thomas and I both have photographic memories. Right, I know. Yeah. Two out of three. 66% of us. And mine's just borderline. So. Yeah. Two out of every three podcast hosts have a <laughs> photographic memory. <laughs> and one has a borderline. I and wish I had a photographic memory. I, that would be amazing, but... Did you ever read Cam Jansen growing up? It always got her into trouble. No. She was like the mystery girl. If someone out there is listening and read Cam Jansen, let us know. Oh it was my gosh, I've never even series. heard of that. Yeah, I've never heard of that. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you like a cover of the book. It was like my favorite yeah. book. Please do. Is Did it get her into trouble, trouble like Raven Baxter style, how she was always yeah, like it interpreting al- her visions? It always worked in her benefit, but also like at the same time, like it was like she knew too much, you know? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't want it. My ability to dissociate and forget things entirely is one of my greatest strengths. So <laughs> yeah, I'm already haunted by my thoughts enough. I don't need them yeah. to get more vivid. To see it all in front of you, like to yeah. remember it all. Oh my God. <laughs> also the girl that they're talking about, it's the way Casey, because Casey's like quizzing him on her and this girl wants to be a plastic surgeon. I know. Also such a specific thing to want to be as an undergrad student. Yeah, she's got her 10-year plan. Yeah, just like the way she's describing her, like, I won't go into detail, but but feel free to watch the episode and let us know what you think. It's just very odd. Yeah, it was strange. 
And then, uh, you know, Evan just leisurely strolls up. He goes, oh, you must be Max. And Max is immediately weird. He's like, I'm Max. He's like, yeah, I know. It's just very awkward. And it's kind of coming to an end. But then Max decides to tell Evan that he should probably get a reusable water bottle. Because people throw out a lot of plastic water bottles and they usually don't even get recycled. He's not wrong, but he does go like full Greta Thunberg on Evan. Uh, In in 2022, Evan would have a Stanley tumbler for sure. Or a hydro flask or something. Yeah, like I always do feel guilty when I have a plastic water bottle. But imagine like getting called out like that. Yeah, the first time you're meeting someone and also like in 2008 I feel like it's was like not really a thing like I feel like I remember it being a thing like let's save water bottles but I feel like yeah Max is ahead of his time he was ahead of his time and and he just he cannot read a room so he knows like when Evan walks away that he totally like screwed that whole interaction up and he says to Casey that maybe he should just skip the formal altogether because he doesn't want to embarrass himself and you know, she says, it's fine. Like, you don't have to go. She doesn't seem that upset about it, honestly. Like, she seems somewhat relieved when he first tells her. And so, oh my God. She's kind of, I feel like she kind of like considers it and is like, oh, maybe that is a good option. Like, it didn't seem like she was waiting for him to say that, but then she's like, oh, yeah. 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 I mean, after that interaction, it's like, yeah, okay. It was, it was giving ick, I'll be honest. Yeah, maybe I don't need both of you guys in the same room together and to have to keep witnessing other interactions like this. Like, I would just feel uncomfortable on their behalf. Right. So Rusty is working on the prom sign, which is nearly identical to Dwight Schrute's It Is Your Birthday sign from the <laughs> office. It's literally block letters, just plain black block letters on a white banner that say, a night to remember. And Dale's like, you need something fresh and hip. <laughs> yeah, he goes, that's more tired than my grandma. And um, that's when Max comes in and Rusty is like, oh no, is this is this a good theme, Max? Can, is a night to remember a good theme? And Max says, I don't know. You know, I'm not going to even go to Casey's formal anymore. And then Rusty goes on a signature Cartwright speech about how prom slash formal is the most romantic night and you have to spend it you know with someone you like and a picture yourself dancing and all this stuff and immediately Dale and Max are just like all in and Dale (laughs) Dale says to Max what are you gonna do stay home and groom those sideburns I love Dale And then he says, he's like, oh, that means Casey needs a date and probably somebody who conveniently owns their own tuxedo with tails. Yeah. (laughs) He's like ready to go. Also, that monologue that Rusty did, I just thought of this when you when you said that there was this monologue and like this is such a niche theater reference. But I remember like any theater camp I would do in like middle school or high school there was this one monologue that like so many girls would do and it was all about going to the prom. It was like, the prom is the one place you get to be okay, princess. I feel like I know what this is from. What is that from? I feel like it's either from a movie or like it's maybe just like a monologue that like, I feel like somebody probably did it in like your acting class. (laughs) Or like your sort of theater class. I'm looking at prom prom monologue. (laughs) There's I, a I movie had, called Prom. I know. 
It might be from that. that. I feel like it could be from that, but it also sounds really familiar. Yeah, so then Max is just like, oh, well, Casey deserves the most romantic night of the year, and I'm going to give it to her. And he feels really guilty for having backed out after after Rusty's, you know, spiel. He's like, okay, I have to go with her, and I shouldn't have done that. He thinks he's really disappointed her. Yeah, he's like, I am such a jerk. And Dale says, yeah, you are. (laughs) But honestly, like, she was putting in a lot of effort into prepping him, and it was kind of like... You're yeah, it was go. kind of rude of him not to ask. Like he kind of asked, but he, it's like kind of a, a lame suggestion to be like, I give up. I, like I kind of, right. like, maybe I just don't go. It's like, ouch. Yeah, you I can think work at it, NASA, but not go to a formal. Yeah. I think if we didn't know how she felt about it, I would be more angry about it because he didn't go about it a very good way, but she also didn't seem upset. So I'm not like aggrieved as much on her behalf, but he is right. Like he, he, it was rude. Yeah. He should be so lucky to go. But it's nice that he realizes it. And I feel like he is so quick to be like, I have to make this right immediately, which is very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. He runs out, he runs down the stairs because the elevator doesn't come fast. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I need to go find her. He's in a full panic, but that really shows you that he was completely oblivious. Like he had no idea how, he had no idea how big of a deal it was until Rusty explained it in that monologue. Which is really, it. that is like the scary thing about dating straight men. Yep. I was it's just going to say, that is so the scary example of what it is to date a guy, yes. You oh, have to be like, they don't know. God. You have to reckon with being mad, but still knowing that they don't know. They yeah, just they have no idea. And not only do you have to be upset and then deal with why you're upset you have to explain to them why you are upset right fab anyway at the zvz house casey is venting to ashley and she's saying you know like maybe it's better max doesn't come and then she's like am i awful for even saying that but ashley's like well this is gonna be work for both of us so you know maybe it is for the best And that's when the doorbell rings and a very out of breath Max sprints in and he immediately apologizes um, for making it seem like he didn't want to go. And he's saying, you know, I'm going to give you the most romantic night of your life. And then he plants one on her and sprints back out. And Casey's like, okay. And she turns to Ashley and she goes, he can go. She's like, yeah, I want him there. Cute. Yeah, it is cute. And then he runs back in and asks for the flashcards because he's going to keep repairing. Oh, that was so cute. I know it's, he's like putting in the effort now that he's realized where he's aired. It was sweet. I also get why her and Ashley wouldn't want to bring dates though. Yeah, Yeah, it's almost like a work. It's like a work event for them. Well, it's, I I do think though it's different when you're dating your boyfriend at something like that. That's so true. Yeah, it's not a random person. Yeah. In the KT backyard, Cappy um, is playing in a bounce castle with some random people. And Rusty walks in with the, with said disco ball. And he is like utterly confused. And Cappy runs over and he tells Rusty, um, that they canceled the formal for this informal that's happening today. And Rusty's beside himself. He is just like, his thunder has been squelched. And then he goes up to Beaver and he's like, is it what's happening with your, whatever that relationship was, cousin's (laughs) girlfriend's lawyer. I wrote it down this time. It was cousin's girlfriend's sister. 
cousin's girlfriend's sister and beaver says she eloped with a butcher um <laughs> so she's not coming <laughs> where is she from like arendale like where elsa and Anna are from like i think he I is understand. i think she's from iowa oh um, i could <laughs> see that the kids corn fed i think we say? have some iowa i feel like we have some listeners in iowa shout out to iowa one of my best friends devin lives in iowa maybe it's her <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> she's not listening she, to the pod is she married to a butcher <laughs> no well, <laughs> she was the cousin's friend yeah <laughs> cousin's girlfriend's <laughs> so now rusty walks into the zbz house and he's looking for casey because he needs to use her car to go return his tux because if he gets it back by today then he'll get a full refund and um ashley's shocked when rusty tells her that he missed his own prom and that's why he was so excited about this and then um she's saying well I know three girls upstairs that definitely don't have dates. So why don't you come here tomorrow night and I will set you up with one of them. Yeah. And also when they, when Rusty is saying he didn't go to his prom, Ashley starts giving the exact same speech that Rusty gave to mm. Dale. He's like, yeah. there's a reason that every teen movie ends at the prom. And like, she feels the exact same way about prom as he does. It was actually very sweet. I did not have any, like any sort of stereotypical experience. At no, prom. I, I felt nothing towards the entire thing. Yeah. I mean, besides like tears and vomit. Oh, okay. Disappointment. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I mean, I went to three. It was scattered throughout. (laughs) And not all of that happened in one. (laughs) I was going to say, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) I don't know. It is built up to be this like amazing night. There's so much build up to prom. And it's, I feel like it's almost like a New Year's Eve situation, but but then it happens so infrequently. It's totally a New Year's Eve situation. Although, I had no expectations. Like I knew it was like that going into it. I was like, this will not be. It's like your wedding. <laughs> it's like <laughs> just kidding. Some people treated it like their like their dresses and stuff were insane. I was like, what are you doing? Now Casey's walking through campus in like a little juicy couture looking velour suit, and um her hair is like done up for formal already. And Cappy comes up to her and says, Your head is too fancy for your body. <laughs> um and he asked Casey why she's still with Max. She's like jealous. And he says that's an ex-boyfriend's right. Which it's like, oh, Cappy's obviously still in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Cappy has the toothbrush, the travel toothbrush in his shirt pocket. And he says he has to go return this. And Casey's saying, you know, I heard about the breakup. If you don't want to go face her, I can bring that back to the house. Um, and he's like, well, we have things to discuss. And she's like, oh, so you're sleeping together. And then she like goes into how it's a terrible idea and you have to wait for them to, you know, get over you. And he was like, well, we slept together after we broke up. And she was like, yeah, but I cleansed you. It's the same amount of time that you're in the relationship. So 
she was like, it took me six months or whatever. Then he, he just kind of mulls that over and he's like, uh, oh, you're over me. And she's like, okay, bye. Another reason that he has to bring the toothbrush to Rebecca is because he has to go home and make it look used first because he did lose her. So this is a new toothbrush that he has. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. I thought, okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So he's like, I got to go like make this look used. that's so funny I missed that line I hope she never ever uses that I'm pretty sure Casey in this scene too is wearing like plaid like long plaid pink shorts with that juicy velour top and like those kind of like wedge flip-flops oh just to add just to add to the look so now back at the CBZ house Ash is pitching rusty to all the girls without a date and she's saying you know he's so smart he has a soothing voice that'll lull you to sleep and they're all like oh like this sounds so great and then she says you know it's rusty cartwright and they're all i mean they recoil and she even is talking to who i think is like the house mother and in (laughs) spanish she says that's not nosed kid with crabs (laughs) i like how she even knows he had crabs yeah Rumors have spread about Rusty. Yeah. I they're mean, not how could wrong. they not? Yeah, they're no. not. None of the, what they say is incorrect. And then Casey gets annoyed when she finds out that Ashley's trying to set Rusty up with a ZBZ. And then she's like, oh my God, wait, it's actually perfect because Max can even talk to him. He gets uncomfortable. And then Ashley's saying, yeah, I mean, it would be, but I couldn't find anybody. And then Casey pressures her into taking Rusty herself and she's very reluctant but she ultimately agrees because she is too good of a friend she really is and also the way Casey says it too is like kind of condescending it's like you really don't know anyone who doesn't have a date tonight yeah like don't do this that hairstyle in the juicy jacket too is just like so ridiculous it wasn't my favorite hair. I didn't like the hair. She's had such good hairdos too that that was a bummer. It would have, and I also like, I feel like it needed more hairspray. Whatever was happening, right. it was too loosey. I don't know. Anyway. Or the it was bang. of the time for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Or the bang needs to be tucked back. Like but like, that's what I mean. Like something, it wasn't tight enough. Right. It was both too tight and not tight enough all at once. But, um, you know, like the, how she was wearing the juicy j- jacket. That was exactly every time you would go to a dance and get your hair done or whatever, you had to wear like a zip up jacket. So you didn't yeah. mess up your hair after. Yeah. That was the look. You would walk around like for then the rest of the day with this like awkward hairdo and the rest of you is like disheveled. That's so funny. No, that makes total sense. Because like you just need to be like, okay, juicy jacket off, dress on. So now it is time for ZBZ formal. Um, And Casey descends the stairs looking fab, wearing this red dress. It's gorge. And Evan is at the bottom of the stairs and he's clearly a little smitten. Smitten kitten. And then Franny is right on her heels in a noticeably less fab dress. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just this like white, like cocktail dress number. It's not. Yeah. Cute. It's, like, it's giving like calls. high school, like high school homecoming. Like yeah, winter exactly. formal. Winter guys, formal. Do you guys remember how like Macy's, I don't know if it was universal, but like our Macy's had like a teen section, which was in the basement. <laughs> I don't think mine did. <laughs> I don't know that it was in the base. 
I, I don't know. Ours was like you took an escalator down to legitimately the basement of Macy's. <laughs> and it was all the teen stuff. And every dress looked exactly like that. It was like teal with a big black bow, teal with a big white yeah. black bow, right. black with a big teal bow. Like it was all the same, like five colors. And that was exactly what it looked like. Yes, yeah, like so one color teal. on the top, one color on the bottom. And then there's like a color that like separates. Them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And it's bubbled. Uh, everything is like a bubble hem. <laughs> oh God. And so then Max walks in. He's looking adorable. He he cleans up nice. And they look really cute together. And Rusty walks in and he's like so disappointed that he's going with Ashley. And he's like whining about it. He's like, it's going to be weird. And she is wearing this like 50s style, like huge pearls, like polka dot dress. It is teal. It's definitely teal um but she looks great it's mm-hmm. very fun then we find out that max and rusty didn't arrange a limo or a car but a horse-drawn carriage to take them oh my god the ick the icks that casey is overcoming in this episode and look i like max but i would have been running for the hills at this point <laughs> horse-drawn carriage and it's blocking in evan who can't, who can't reverse his car. And he's like, can somebody move their horse and buggy? <laughs> so funny. It's, it's so, I was, I'm like crying, laughing, thinking about it. It was, and you know, it was Rusty's idea. And Max was like, great. Yeah, Max just doesn't know, but Rusty is like the one that would totally be, it'll be like a fairy tale. Like we have oh. to do it. He also brought Ashley a corsage and she's like, I'm not wearing that. <laughs> yeah oh my horse. god I'm sorry I don't want to show up smelling like horse poop I know and it's like far away too like, well like, yeah we find that out in the next yeah oh but like in your hair is exposed to the elements and yeah these are only cute in Hallmark Christmas movies I don't even like them then it just makes me think of like the really sad sad horses at Central Park oh you're right and this this one too is kind of like trashy like it's like really like neon <laughs> you know what I mean? it's like not even that like yeah, it, it had like classy. led lights yeah it's like led flashy lights um I don't want to say something controversial because I don't know how true this is but I actually think the horses in Central Park I think that's like really tightly regulated now and I think they're like from what I've heard from horse people it's actually something of a happier life than just hanging out in a barn food for thought I'm not totally sure I can't back that up um don't come for me if I'm wrong about these horse facts I very well could be do not come for us in the reviews please there's a a horse slides into the reviews one star (laughs) (laughs) a horse is like it's not as happy as you think (laughs) Erin know your know your facts before (laughs) before you call out our jobs (laughs) yeah (laughs) the horse union anyway at the formal franny's thanking evan for all his hard work and we find out evan's running for president too and he's like yeah but it's you know i have the time to help you i'm um running unopposed and everybody thinks i'm president already anyway including Um, us like us (laughs) And then our our fearsome foursome finally rolls in. (laughs) (laughs) They're way late. They missed the dinner because it's eight. It was eight miles away. Um, (laughs) 
that's far for stronger. Oh my god, that yeah, that would take hours. Ashley is so upset. And Casey's hair is like flattened out, kind of like the bang had like a cute little curl. Now she's like a straight piece. <laughs> yeah, she looks like Pete Wentz. <laughs> Casey's trying to brush off the fact that this was clearly a faux pas um she doesn't want it to tarnish the rest of the evening which I get and then Rusty and Ashley start bonding over the decor like Rusty is very into all of the details and then Casey and Max start making the rounds um and Max is actually doing a great job schmoozing he is remembering all the facts about the sisters and he's making them feel, you know, important. And now at the ZBZ house, Cappy is returning the toothbrush and he's surprised to see Rebecca who is there, which I would think since he wanted to encounter her, he thought that she was going to be at formal and then I surprised to see her at the house. Weird. Anyway. Oh, plot hole. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Like what, would he have just gone into the house with no one there and dropped it off like in her bathroom? Yeah. And he told Casey he had things to talk to her about. I don't, so weird, but she's saying, yeah, I canceled on my date. Um, just staying in. And then they bang on the living room floor. <laughs> yeah. Immediately. Like this time it didn't catch me off guard because I was expecting it, but it still, it was so sudden. It was. Yeah. And like bold, I would be scared. Good for that. Oh my God. Yeah. Like the house mom is probably still there. Yeah. And then they're talking and they're like, well, you know, this is how we started. Maybe we tried to make this more than it was. Why don't we try to be friends with benefits? What could go wrong? And they then run off to have sex in other areas of the ZBZ house. And now Ashley is taking Rusty around and explaining the centerpieces And then she is beckoned onto the dance floor and she waves him along too because he was kind of standing back like not knowing if he should go. And at this point I'm like, oh, it's kind of cute. He's having fun. Yeah. Yeah. I always regret being like, oh, like good for Rusty. It always starts off innocent and then like it immediately just like goes downhill. Yeah, the kid can't help himself. He can't help himself. We meet a new sorority sister this episode who we haven't met before, but who becomes kind of like a minor recurring player, Beth. Oh, that's right. She looked familiar. I feel like I've seen her in something else. Maybe, but I don't think this is the first time we've seen her in the show, but she's kind of like an airhead is her vibe. Mm. yeah she like went to Italy and like Max is asking her about like she's like it was so hard he's like being away from home and she's like no like being eating with all that pasta but Beth Beth kind of like makes minor reappearances okay I just looked up the actress I was incorrect I have seen her in nothing (laughs) (laughs) so now Max and Casey are talking to Betsy and her date which is always chaos, Betsy, mm. a Betsy scene. And he asks her if she met her date in AA. Um, and that causes immediate tension between um, Betsy and her date, who runs off to the bar because he's upset. And the way Matt, they handle this, the way they handle addiction in this show, not, yeah, not, not great. great. And Max said he knew he was doing too well. <laughs> So at the bar, Rusty and Evan run into each other 
And Evan's like not even really talking to Rusty. And Rusty's like, I don't want to throw down with you, Evan. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> and he's like, okay. He's like, I'm trying to have a good time. He's like, I'm ruining that. Like, but I'm literally just standing here. And then then that prompts Evan to start taunting him. And he says, um, you know, you're on a pity date. And he says, there's nothing pitiful about Ashley. And he's like, no, you're the pity date. And it's, it is really mean. Like it's being really mean. It is. I mean, he did. The thing is, is that like, there's no excuse for this, but Rusty, like Rusty almost brings it upon himself by being like, remember when I hit you with the paddle? Cause then Evan says, yeah, you came from behind, which was a pitiful move. But like not the most pitiful. And he's like, what are you talking about? He's like, you're on a pity date. So it's almost like, well, had Rusty yeah. not said anything. <laughs> also, just like, why didn't he just say to like Evan says, I think he just says, how's your night or something? Like, how's it going? And instead of just saying fine and walking away. Yeah. Come on, Rusty. Like, help yourself. Help me help you. He doesn't want it because <laughs> Then we go on to get the worst fucking thing. <laughs> this is, <laughs> I literally, you guys, I wanted to fast forward. Like I was screaming at my TV. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad I didn't know to anticipate this because that would have ruined the first half of this episode for me. Right. I was thoroughly enjoying, but Rusty kind of, I'll say stalks over to Ashley. <laughs> Who's chatting? I forget who she's chatting with or Beth. Even Beth. She's chatting with Beth and he slings his arm around her and she's kind of like, okay. And then he puts it around her waist. And 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 as he's looking back at Evan, who's just oh, watching yeah. this, and then he grabs her ass and she freaks at him, obviously, because that's sexual harassment. And Evan and the another Omega Kai are like snickering at him and he yeah. makes this face like he's like like pouty about it and runs off and it's like the worst it's the worst thing that I've seen in this series so far it's so oh it's, it's so gross disgusting yeah uh I like yeah it made me feel like physically sick I was just gonna say it made me want to put my eyes in boiling water I, it was horrible yeah it's it's so gross just really evan's face too while watching it like makes it it it's like his reaction is just well evan knows like proud sick yeah evan knows that like he's getting rusty to do something evan is just like franny at this point in the show like he knows how to manipulate he knows exactly what's going to get the other person fired up and what's going to get them reacting and it was horrible to watch the results were so unfortunate and of course rusty can't handle anything like a normal person like he can't just like pull Ashley aside and say, Hey, like, but also my question was what kind of date did he think it was? Did he think they were there in a romantic way? Because it seemed pretty obvious in the beginning that he didn't. I, I don't think he even thought of it as Ashley doing him a favor. I think he was like, Oh, Ashley needs a date. Oh, so you think that made him think that it was okay. I don't think he thought it was romantic, but I thought 
he was like, oh, she also needs a date. This is like perfect. And not like I'm only taking you because. Right. Rusty does think really highly of himself too. So I think any, any below to his confidence, like he didn't even mention he was one of the coolest Oh my guys god! On campus or something at one point in oh the earlier episode. Oh well, no, and he's he's as soon as Evan says anything, he assumes it's Ashley who must be getting pity taken upon her. Insane. Yeah, that's true. He doesn't even think it's has anything. And Evan's like, him. "Have you seen Ashley?" No, I think Rusty. Doesn't Rusty say, "Have you seen her?" And he's like, "Yeah, I have." Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why I'm saying this. <laughs> Now there's a dance circle that's breaking. Oh my God. Stop. And Casey's like excited about this. She's like, oh yeah. Like, and Max says he's going to sit this one out, which I also would do. And Franny pulls Evan into the dance circle and it's, it's so weird. And they're all chanting because Um, of Franny, go Evan, go Evan. No. And Casey sees this and pulls Max in. And starts chanting, go Max. And then everybody starts chanting, go Max. And he's, okay, I will say he fully commits to doing the sprinkler. (laughs) And honestly, like, it's kind of a baller move the way he does it. And it would have worked so well if he didn't then sprinkle so hard that he (laughs) got his watch stuck in Franny's hair and ended the entire dance circle. I'm also... I'm obsessed with Casey explaining a dance circle to him. <laughs> it was like in the Abercrombie documentary when the guy explains what a mall is. She was like, oh. it's a circle. Oh, and you dance in it. And you, each person just goes inside the circle and they dance. Yeah. Also, like, how did the watch get stuck in her hair? I'm still baffled by that. It's all tangled. All tangled up. I was like, what? I was like, I I was so confused what got stuck in her hair for a solid like 20 seconds. It goes on and on. And then Casey, we cut to Casey trying to get the hair untangled from the watch. And it's really in there. <laughs> and Franny's saying to the other girls, you can go back to dancing. I've been to so many formals and it's okay that Casey's boyfriend ruined this one for me. just so just throwing him under the bus it's really awful and Casey says you know I think we're gonna need scissors (laughs) (laughs) and that's when Franny is like um Rebecca or like whatever this random girl she's can can you do it you cut your own bangs and you do a really good job yeah and it cuts to this girl who has bangs (laughs) yeah (laughs) so then the next scene rusty is like in like the storage room and he is completely unraveling he's like pacing around i mean as he should be yeah like Uh, take the horse and carriage home seriously (laughs) he should have honestly just left but ashley finds him and rusty i believe apologizes here he's kind of like i'm sorry i don't know what came over me yeah he starts to apologize he's and then he tells her about evan too yeah and he he like tells her about the pity date situation and but before like they can really discuss it that's when Casey just like runs in and she's like you need to hang out with Max like he it's like emergency so Rusty leaves to go with Max according to Casey's directions and then that's when Ashley tells Casey that Rusty thinks he's on a pity date but that 
you know, she really wanted to go with him or find him a date because he couldn't go to his prom because of the Boy Scout Jamboree. But then Casey's like, no, he didn't miss prom because of the Boy Scout Jamboree. He missed prom because he couldn't find a date. Like everybody said no to him. Multiple people, multiple people said no. Yeah. And then Ashley, I mean, Ashley shouldn't have to feel bad for this, but she does feel bad because she's like, that's why what he said about the pity date really upset him. If you're going to lie about why you didn't go to prom, make it cooler than Boy Scout Jamboree. And you took the words from my mouth. Yes. I I mean, a better excuse, please give a better excuse. You could have said a cooler lie. You could have said anything. I mean, sure, it was believable, but but you could have come up with anything. You had the opportunity to. I feel like the coolest thing would have been like him just being like, I just didn't want to go. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like yeah, but no one would have believed that he didn't want to go. That's true. Yeah. He, he's like way too earnest. Okay, so this next scene is pretty jam-packed and it's a lot happens and it's very dramatic. Mm. So basically like we're back on the, like sort of the dance floor main formal area and Rusty's sitting with Max, but like Evan kind of summons him over yeah. and um, Rusty tells Evan, he's like, I can't believe, or Rusty tells Max, He's like, I can't believe Casey ever dated him. And Max at this point does not realize that they dated. Like Max is really finding out a lot. Yeah, this is past couple of episodes. (laughs) So as they're watching, Casey marches up to Evan and tells him to pick on her. So she like knows that Evan made Rusty feel bad at this point. And she's kind of like, you can come directly to me. She's like, don't be such an asshole. Um, I don't think she uses that exact word, does she? Or does she maybe? Yeah. yeah. She calls him an <laughs> asshole. She says, like, um, he, and then he says, well, if I'm such an asshole, why'd you date me for so long? So I think they're, okay, this is the weird thing. We're on TV. You can, when you say asshole, they bleep hole. They're just saying ass. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. Such an ass. And then Evan is saying, if I'm such an ass, like, because yeah, they bleep hole. Yeah. And then and they're, they're obviously not bleeping in a script. So, yeah. They just like cut it out. They're like, the ABC family was like, this is what you can say. Yeah. So he's like, he kind of like smugly asks, he's like, is it because I'm the heir to the media conglomerate, you know, Chambers International? And Casey kind of shrugs it off and she's like, I'm not Franny. She's like, you know, we know that like Franny isn't dating you for your amazing personality, your winning personality. And he's like, well, at least she's being honest about it. Mm -hmm. ouch and then she's like Evan what's come over you like you're better than this and he then like this is very strange he says this almost like very matter-of-factly in almost like a sociopathic way he's like I miss you and losing you is my biggest regret is that what you want me to say to you the bait and switch is chilling and this was the moment where I officially became not team Evan anymore for the moment it was really like it was like cruel it's frightening like he wanted to make her feel stupid he wanted to make her for a second believe that he was saying this and then just flopped on her and she's like yeah like it, what happened like nobody even understands what just happened she's like no okay. It really is weird because for a sec, I even believed him for a second too. I was like, wait, does he really mean this? But I was like, there's no way that's just coming out of thin air like that. But also I think deep down he does mean it, but he was yeah. saying it as ammo. He was, he was, he had the, he was using it as ammo for sure. 
And then Casey's like, wow, I, I know why you pick on Rusty. And she's like, because Rusty is the one person who knew exactly who you were. Um, and she's like, my biggest regret is not seeing Rusty kick his ass with the pledge paddle. Because she also regrets that she didn't believe Rusty because he came to her in the first episode. Yeah, yeah. She's like kind of having like an enlightened moment here. Yeah, she's really realizing. I mean, she's like kind of, I think maybe giving Rusty a little too much credit here. I agree with saying Rusty saw who you were. Because I think Rusty maybe was like very clouded by... The KT Omega Kai feud in a way yeah. that like made it all amplified. But yeah. I think also the uh, idea that Rusty is like the best read on a on character is, <laughs> I don't know, kind of hard to believe. Yeah, this whole scene, I mean, a lot happened. There's like a lot to unpack in that scene. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it was really yeah it was really enlightening for Casey she comes out of it feeling like you know what I've completely moved on from you and also you suck basically Mm -hmm. so then we're back at the ZBZ house and Cappy and Rebecca just had sex in Laura's room and they like go into Casey and Ashley's room as like almost as if that's like the next room but then like the camera cuts to the name like the the initials above the beds and they Mm -hmm. realize it's Casey and Ashley's room and they're kind of like vibe shift yeah I mean like you can all but see Cappy deflate (laughs) they're also wearing Laura's robes oh my god I forgot about that that is that is an important fact for later on in the episode I love that they did it in Laura's room yeah (laughs) Laura sucks (laughs) she does so then we're back at formal and Ashley is being such a good person here. Like she really doesn't have to do this once again, but she goes out of her way to ask Rusty to slow dance to make him feel better for harassing her. I mean, it's really twisted. The state of being a woman. Right. Comforting somebody who has sexually harassed you so they don't feel too bad about sexually harassing you. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Pregnant pause. Pregnant pause. (laughs) I'll leave the pause in in the editing. (laughs) But yeah, he's like kind of moping to her. He's like, I feel so stupid. I thought this was going to be like the best night of my life, a romantic rite of passage. I'm sorry. In what world? <laughs> like either way, like you were going to get randomly set up on a date. Like right. what are you doing? Yeah. He's never expressed any romantic feelings for Ashley. Like it's not like this is. It's confusing on so many levels. I mean, this move is like, it's really sweet of her to do this. I, I don't know. It all still feels kind of like, to me, it feels, it's hard to enjoy it, mm-hmm. this moment. But I guess, you know, as an audience, we're supposed to enjoy this. She sees that Evan's watching them. So she, like, plants one on Rusty and they kiss. And Rusty kind of dips her. So it looks very romantic. Um, Rusty's super happy. And Evan looks, like, kind of pissed off because he's like, oh, maybe this wasn't a pity date. He looks bewildered. Yeah, he doesn't look mad. He looks absolutely like confused. And Franny <laughs> shudders, which is also the right reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Rusty has no, like he, again, still doesn't know it's any kind of pity thing. He's thrilled. And Max at this point too is also kind of upset. And I think it's because of he found out that <laughs> Casey dated Evan. Yeah, she didn't tell him and she was like interacting with him. So I think he was like, you were keeping that from me. Yeah. 
And that's what he kind of tells her when, when she chases him out the door. And she's like, I didn't tell you because he's this big like figure in Greek row. And I didn't want you to feel insecure about it. And he asks the real question, which is like, were you insecure about bringing me here? She admits that she was yeah. insecure about it, which is like in that moment, just lie. Yeah, just, just say lie, Casey. She goes, I like that you're a nobody. As he's climbing yeah. back into the carriage. <laughs> oh, my God. And then she says that came out wrong. And then he he's like, just tell me you want to be with me. She says then, she does. Yeah, she says she does. So <laughs> she, does, she does what he wants. And we know she's not choosing not to lie at any point in this conversation for yeah, whatever reason. I mean, so. at least she's being honest. I'll give her that. Yeah. And so they kiss and then Evan, so Evan's outside basically like smoking a cigar and Max is like, I need to go back and get my watch. Yeah, he holds it up and there's tufts of Franny's hair attached to it. Don't forget this. Ew. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah, it's. It was half of a wig in there. He goes, Max, really? forget your watch. And he's like, like rat's nest. He's like dangling it. And it's literally a clump of Franny's hair. And so this is an epic moment. He goes up to Evan and he's like, so I just, I found out tonight that you dated Casey. And Evan's like, yeah, that's right. And he's like, well, I have to ask you a question. How could you ever let her go? Or something like that. Yeah. Evan just stares at him Evan just yeah the face is just like he he does not know what to say here he is speechless the man is speechless the woman was too stunned to speak exactly after a night filled with a lot of taunting taunting (laughs) conniving words so ash and rusty decide to take a cab home Mm -hmm. and this is when we also find out that betsy and her date have reconciled they're feverishly making out on the side of the road (laughs) yeah it's really awkward it's like really really feverishly that's like a way to describe it he's like i had a really great time you know and then he's kind of talking to her like when they approach the zbz house he's like i've been thinking a lot about this and like you know you're so sweet and like you're but you're Casey's best friend. This isn't going to work, you know, but you're going to make somebody happy as though she would want to date him. Like Wait, I read this as him pretending that he was being serious at first. No, I think he's because then they giggle. He's like, it would never work. Uh-huh. Maybe not. I don't know. Either I way, it's fucking weird. Serious. It's a weird choice to do the fake because out. Either I, way, he giggles because she's like. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, I think she lets him have this yeah, moment a I little think bit. So too. Oh, is that what happened? That's about how I read it. But you, I, mean, I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope you're right too, because I read it as very earnestly. Rusty actually thinks that like she's into him all of a sudden. Yeah. Because he is so delusional. Yep. But then she kisses him on the cheek, which is sweet. Yeah. And they end it like nicely. Yeah. Oh. It was horrible. Yeah. And then we're at the final scene of the app. So Rebecca and Kathy are like sitting in Casey's room, which is kind of funny that they're like having this conversation there. And her hair is kind of like tussled and she's like in the robe still. They're both in Laura's robes. <laughs> and she sell- says that he can, she can still tell that Cappy's hung up on Casey. 
I mean, they're having this conversation in her room. Yeah. And then she says, and I'm still hung up on you. Yeah. So they can't, they can't do the sex thing anymore. And he wants to be friends, but she's kind of like, I don't even think we can be friends really anymore right now. Yeah. She says, I have to get over you. And he says, I'll see you in four months because that's (laughs) the formula Casey gave him about how long it takes to get over somebody. Yeah. To be cleansed. And then Ashley comes in or she is coming in. And before Mm -hmm. she gets there, Rebecca shoves Cappy onto the terrace, like out that door that everyone's always coming in through. And Rebecca's like, oh, I was looking for Laura's robe, found it. And then the final scene is like, we see Cappy just like in the bushes, completely naked, wearing a shrub. (laughs) Yeah. Back home. Sneaking back to the KT house. Fun episode. Really, really Uh, funny. Winners. Mine is Max for rising to the occasion and ultimately being reasonable. Yeah, I think mine is Ashley. I know I give Ashley winner a lot, but I just think she really was like, went out of her way to be very kind when she didn't have to be. Yeah, she endures a lot. She really does. I don't know, maybe Rebecca. I know that's like a weird one, but I feel like she really level-headed, also like very calm and like collected this episode. And then- made the right decision for herself and like knew her worth at the end. Yeah. She was on her um, self-care vibe. Yeah. yeah. Her journey. Loser. Yeah, she's a good one. <laughs> this one <Losers>. is, <laughs> this one is, uh, I think I have to give it to Evan for being, for bumping himself out of being team Evan. Like now that I'm not team Evan, he lost in the most literal sense, but it was a very close tie with, rusty for the sexual harassment. right i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to rusty for the sexual harassment you can give it to evan for the relentless bullying the uh, jackassery yeah thomas yeah. you want to give it to franny for being an absolute pill sure <laughs> i'll give out. it to franny she... <laughs> who are you gonna give it to <laughs> i was gonna give it to rusty for sure oh okay oh yeah rusty also, deserves two two and a half <laughs> i almost feel like <laughs> i feel too bad for franny like her night was ruined by like the hair like she had to cut out a chunk of her hair yeah she was <laughs> fine she was just regular franny karma is a god karma is a <laughs> karma is a watch in your hair on a formal <laughs> at the cbz formal well that was a really fun episode Loved. Love a horse and buggy moment. I know. It made me want to go to formal. And I'm excited to see where um, Max and Casey go next. We'll see. Thanks for joining us on this this fun fun rock.